Ladies and germs, how are you this morning? We have a very special guest playing the part of Leslie this morning, and that's KK. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's going to be a, a fun day today. So Karen, Karen, are you doing okay today? Hello. 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 <laughs> I was wondering where you went to. <laughs> Here I am. I'm feeling much better. Yeah, the, the that's good. Starting to yeah. work, and well, here we go. Oh yeah. Always, always good. Yes. So many good things are happening. You know, uh, the weather's changing which is great for my knees. Mm -hmm. And I'm in a desperate, absolutely desperate need of coffee. Somebody and needs to grub hub or some coffee. Because huh, I ain't got none in the house. And I'm, I'm going to, so I'm not going to be very happy till I get to the store <laughs> later today. And Starbucks is right around the corner. And uh, maybe I'll stop there before I get into the grocery store, just so I can calm my nerves, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> Always a good thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, we've got a couple of things. Betty needs Paul to wrap her in his arms to keep the cold away. <laughs> Oh, thank God for Paul. Yeah, good old Paul. <laughs> oh, Lori, I have no clue how I'm doing this, but I am. And I was up late last night, too, which doesn't help as much either. I was up to like 1 o'clock. And I yep. was up, of course, at 6.30. Bright-eyed and not cat Bright-eyed and bushy-tail, yep. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Dose. <laughs> Don't matter what time you go to, go to sleep. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah of course i 
I could have woken up at three. That's when that's been becoming my normal wake up time. Mm-hmm. Just lying there until about six. So. Six. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> um, let's see. What do we have going on? Uh, we know that uh, Passion Flicks, uh, has, you know, is out there. Uh, if you haven't signed up yet, make sure you do. Uh, the I believe it's like seven ninety nine a month. If you sign yes. up, okay. Yeah, seven ninety nine a month. Uh, I know the founding memberships are closed right now, but I think they're going to be offering something, not founding members, but s- some kind of supportive members later on. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think she called happen. it signature members. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wish I could drink the vodka too, Betty, but I'm out of that. I've got some <laughs> apparel, but that's about it, but nothing to mix with it. <laughs> Oh, he's down and out. I am. Trust me. <laughs> um, so we've got Gabriel's Promise. Uh, if you've read the book and you haven't given it a review yet, please do. Um, you can put it out to Goodreads or Amazon or on Google Play. Uh, they, you know, audit the audio book or the hard copy or, or the uh, e-book whatever it is um word of mouth is always great and also you know you can link your goodreads account with your amazon account so that makes it that much easier to go it makes it places. very easy yes yes i was so excited when that happened <laughs> well my problem is that my son commandeered my goodreads account somehow ah and, um <laughs> I think he uses my Amazon account. Oh, okay. So I, you know, all of a sudden you'd see reviews from Patrick. <laughs> or, <laughs> okay, yeah. Or as Sylvain Renard calls him, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Alex. A.K.A. Alex, yes. <laughs> I told my son about that and he was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, um, but the other thing that I found out really, really interesting is hmm. I was, when I was reading, well, I was actually listening to the audio this week and there was a, there's a part and I'm not trying to give any spoilers out. So if you haven't gotten this far, I'm sorry. Um, where Gabriel and Julia are, are fright, frightened off a burglar. And they leave something, I think they call it, uh, I think it was an Amore or Amore, I forget the exact yeah. name. And I was like, hmm. The, the burglar that they chased had dead eyes. He see, And he was very strong because he knocked Gabriel down real big. And apparently this thing was dropped. And I was like, I'm wondering. So I, I, I quit, grabbed my phone. To <laughs> Sylvain Reynard from Pam. Is this guy one of William's friends? <laughs> so of course, all I got back was a winky smile. 
Winky, winky. Yep. Yes. So I, um, I, I know from the way SR likes the books, the chronological uh, timeline of the st story, you know, there's, there's Inferno, Rapture, Redemption, then the Prince, and then Promise, and then Raven. So I started, uh, so I, I read The Prince. Easy read, because it's, you know, it's just a novella. I think I read it in about an hour and a half. And um, it was, I, I couldn't find anything there. Now, we know he's angry. We know he wants to kill Gabriel there. But there was still no mention of sending anybody to the States. So now I'm in the middle of the Ravens, so I'm listening very hard for that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, because just, the, um, in the Prince, I think it was in the Prince. There was a thing. It was before all that happened. He was sending, but it didn't say where. He had a minion going out searching for the, for what was stolen from him. Right. But that was back. So yeah, very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. yeah. I mean, it's so it's so much fun the way he's intertwining these characters. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sadly, it's before Acacia, but yes. Yes. It's B.A. <laughs> <laughs> but he is there. So, yes, he does have an active imagination, doesn't he, Betty? And coming up with all the many plot lines. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of A Discovery of Witches because of the way Deb Harkness wrote the books. And she's got Times Convert which is uh, another storyline connected with them. Or the way Diana Gabaldon has, you know, she's got all the Outlander books. But she's right. also got a couple of the um, uh, little books off to the side about uh, the British guy who, the Lord who came to the state. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, yeah. it, it's all those different things. So that is really good, but I'm loving. I love Promise. I, I'm in my third reread of this, so. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> I know. I I read the read the arc. Yes. <laughs> I, I I read the ebook, and uh -huh. then when my mom got done with the paperback, I bought her, and I found myself sat down with the paperback. <laughs> now, I I haven't noticed the differences yet between the two. I haven't either. That's, and I always like to, so that's why I'm rereading, you know, I, I like to look at that. Yeah, but. definitely. Definitely. So that's uh, going to be fun. Um, let's see. Oh, also, you can post reviews on Barnes & Noble. I forgot that one. Yes. Yes, Barnes & Noble. And then the filming in Syracuse started today, or started Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I know times. Julia and um, uh, Melanie are there. Uh, Margot flew in last night. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think James is there. I did see him behind a camera. Yep. Did you? Yes. So. Yeah, that that's... Uh, and I know that there are a lot of people that were there yesterday and um, 
I, I know there's uh, some people going to be there today. And I think Jen is going to try to fly out, fly up to Syracuse uh, for a Friday shoot. And I also think they extended the shoot by a week because I think they're going to end it in February. Yeah, um, something because um, I had gotten an invitation to go the 24th and they moved that one to the 30th. Oh, okay. And, and then I think they extended it from that. I'm not sure why, but yeah. Yeah, well, I know Julio's got a, a movie coming out in February. Yes, yes. Uh, downhill or something like that. Um, I yeah, know downhill. I think. In it. Yeah. And about an avalanche. So, and we and Betty's right. We had some new uh, cast members. Um, we have, well, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Green, the uh, lawyer for. Uh, um, for Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah, and Soroya was announced, and Professor Chakravarti yeah. and Professor Mwangi are yes. all out there. They're all out there, and we're just waiting for them Alina. to announce who Alina, which is going to be exciting. Yeah, and I, according to sorry, they're supposed to be announcing who she is. So. Very. Yes. So that'll be a lot of fun. But, uh, and I, you know, the nice, the nice thing about most of the people that go out to the, to the filmings on this are so nice. And it's just a reminder to make sure kindness is the way to go. Absolutely. You know, because we, this is a treat for all of us, especially for all the founding members that get to go to the set visits. And the premieres that, you know, Tusca could, if anything goes wrong, Tusca could just say, nope, no more. Yes. I mean, this is, this is something that nobody else offers. I mean, this is a real gift and we, we all need to remind ourselves and, you know, that this is a gift. It's not, you know, a right. Yeah. It's, uh, we need to, to, um, cherish it and. Like you said, be the ambassadors of kindness. And, and uh, you know, as, as Betty says, the black eyed peas say, be different, be nice. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. So, And we are just not with Leslie at Oprah today. That would be interesting. Yes. That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Oprah would know it. It would hit her. Absolutely. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. Oh, my Lord. We are a crazy group sometimes. Yes, we are. So. But we have fun. Yes, we do. <laughs> the Cumberbitch knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, is there anything you might want to add, KK, in regard to uh, the book or anything? No. Oh, the other... um. Uh, place I just wanted to mention that you can um, leave a review and get get it out to other readers is BookBub. If oh, anybody, yeah. yeah, that's always a good. And um, I like I like that. I don't I haven't bought anything from them, but I get a lot of um, I do a lot of reviews, and you get a, get a lot of different um, authors and 
it goes out to a whole you know whole different genre of people. So that's a good that's true way that's to true. promote to promote. And yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I said the other thing I was thinking of is you know that there with BookBub, there's so many other authors you can pick up on too, and sometimes the books are maybe ninety nine cents. Yes. Yeah. So. Which is very nice. Yeah. 99 cents. And once a month, they'll send out a thing of um, freebies. Some of them are full-length books and some of them are novellas. But it's, mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to, um, you don't have to spend so much money to check out a new author or just something to read. Yes. That's very you know, everybody knows. Everybody knows my TBR list is <laughs> years in the making. <laughs> Mine is not that extensive. I just sort of, whatever floats my boat, I'll put it out there. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's, you know, a good place to start. Yep. Um, I know Lori's saying she's only written one review and, and she needs improvement. Lori, Ooh. I'm terrible at writing reviews. I write them. Yeah. In fact, I have to write one for Gabriel's Promise because the only review I have out there is that I'm not going to review this until January when the book comes out. You're right. But you'll love it. <laughs> um, so I have to expand on that. I I just tell people, you know, just write from the heart. Um, try not to retell the story and just, you know, just put your words out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Or review is a review. I mean, mm-hmm. but just have, but just have fun with it. Don't stress over. It. Just have fun with it. And exactly. It'll, it'll happen. Uh, but it, you know, just I, I, you know, I've got one started. I just have to. Yeah. It. And I sometimes find myself I I write them out first. Like I'll get little thoughts. And I'll write them down because I, I, I never remember them. I think I'll remember them or, or I'll start typing and, um, on my, my tablet and for whatever reason, the, um, Goodreads will go blank and I'll lose everything. And I get so mad. My mom, she laughs at me because I start, <laughs> I start yelling at inanimate objects. <laughs> it's like, no! <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Oh, and I am working on on um, flamingo cookies, ladies. Did you see the flamingo donuts that um, I did? I did. So that was on set up. Those were cute. They were Those cute. Were they were very cute. They were funny. <laughs> they were funny. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, um, just in the coffee genre thing, I just wanted to let you know, SR is going to be sending me Tim Hortons. <laughs> Yay! In case you didn't see it, I, I wrote, Dear Sylvain Renard, in Dire Straits, coffee supply is obliterated, signed, desperate in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, I swear Dine Eagle keeps Tim Horton in stock for me. <laughs> I'm always buying the, buying out the, uh, the dark roast. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I do like it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm done. That's okay. I'm sort of an eight o'clock coffee fan. I I don't know why. That's so. That's what that's I'm. That's good. Yeah. And I have a cured pot, mm-hmm. and which is great because you can make it one cup at a time. 
except when you have somebody who eat drinks a full 12 pack a day yeah it's a little expensive yeah so i found little things so that the 12 pack a day or one pack a day can just fill his little doohickey and make his own coffee so I'm not, it, it's a little bit cheaper anyhow yeah <laughs> so do you think let's get started on the man in the black suit you know as we know we started part the yes started it last week this chapter and uh nicholas and acacia are now in uh helsinki and they're working themselves back together which is a good thing and mm -hmm. we'll see what so you see where it's coming up from there yeah. so um if you want to go ahead kk and oh, yeah. uh, um so yeah uh, nicholas and uh Acacia flew from helsinki to moscow where they were taken um to the opulent five-star red square hotel um so that's where Nicholas and his team were there in the suite look out of the Kremlin. And um, Acacia had contact with the concierge staff when she was there in, at the Victoria, which she had never seen Russia. Um, so she could see the dome of St. Basil and the red of the Kremlin walls. Um, if they were there as a tourist, she would have loved to have taken a walk through the square. And that would be that would, that would be cool. Um, I had a cousin who who went there in the 70s. And um, if not, not everybody doesn't know, I'm, my grandparents are, are from the Ukraine. And um, so when he got there, and he's a government, he works, he's a, um, he does things with the FBI. He did things with the FBI. When he walked through and he said, the last name Komarinsky, like the gates just, he, he's very funny, he's very flamboyant, he could tell a story, and he's like, the gates just opened, and he got, they got in places where, like, normal people, like, in, at that time, you didn't take, um, tours of the, of the, the dome, and the Red Square, and things like that, and, um, so with that said, um, Leslie sent out a question to SR and said, have you ever visited Helsinki or Moscow? And what was your favorite sites and experiences? Um, he said, he answered, I visited both and really enjoyed my visits. In Moscow in particular, there are a lot of interesting ar architectural and cultural sites. And I would have to agree with that. Um, just, just looking um, online and the, the domes and all the color and just the, you know, the Fabergé eggs, and it's just, I think it's a, it's a, yeah, now, now, it's very, aren't they in the Hermitage in St. Petersburg? Mm-hmm, yeah. I've, I've actually seen one Fabergé egg. Um, there was many years ago in New York at the uh, museum, um, the Metropolitan Art Museum, they had a whole uh, exhibition of jewelry from like the late 1800s to the early uh -huh. 1900s and in that collection and i'm not sure who had it had a you know whose it was but it was this beautiful egg it was gold and crossed it with diamonds and and when you opened the egg up there was like this little carriage that came up 
and oh it was just beautiful and it's like the amount of work that went into this oh i know they're amazing they are amazing i just they just yeah this how intricate and how somebody would design be able to design something like that yeah you have nesting dolls but they're even more complicated than the nesting dolls yeah i it was they're they're just amazing looking i mean and a lot of them some the way they open up and they're mechanical and oh you know of course the jewels in this thing was amazing there was there was an heiress back at that time by the name of marjorie merriweather post Mm -hmm. and um she was the owner of Mar-a-Lago long before the he who shall not be named. Named? Yes. So, yeah. But she had this emerald, and it looked like the size of about a three-by-five card. And it was so cool because there was a crack in it, and you could see, like, little bubbles in it as well it was just huge absolutely huge but it was beautiful and that was part of a necklace a lot of neat things in that collection in that collection yeah very cool but i do have neighbors that did go around the same time as your uncle went Mm -hmm. Um, back in the late 60s early 70s they went there she was a school teacher and and rather than takes vacations like a lot of people in my area did go to the, the shore resorts in the summertime, they would travel to different yes. places in the world. And yes. And Moscow was one of them. One of them. And he was a little apprehensive because the story is that my dad's dad, my grandfather, is, escaped from the Ukraine because he did not want to be part of the Russian army. He was an officer in the Ukrainian army. Uh-huh. So... He was, you know, he wasn't sure if he was going to be let in, and they were, and just interesting. I just, I love all kinds of history, and especially when it wraps around your family, it makes it even yeah, it makes more it mysterious. a lot more interesting. Yes, for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. I had a landlord when I lived in Nyack. His father was. Um, <laughs> they weren't from the Ukraine. They they were Czech, mm-hmm. and he escaped out of there out of the re- out of the republic from by um hiding in a car like underneath the back seat of a car uh to get across the border because apparently he was some sort of a rebel and uh i i he they settled in the united states and and my landlord alex he um he he went back, but it was after the Berlin Wall came down and perestroika and everything else happened. So wow. anyway, anyway, I digress. I digress, <laughs> which I tend to do. <laughs> I call it coming into my senior citizenship in years. So I can do that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's sadly sad but true. Anyhow, so Anyhow. onward, onward and upward, upward. So she and uh, Nicholas arrived on a fictitious a Swiss dipl- diplomatic passport. Uh, Nicholas was wearing his um, prosthetic. He wanted to meet the Russian and the Bosnians with his scar. 
um, Nicholas put an arm around Acia, Acacia and telling her he loved her. She kissed him and told him as well. Both were afraid. He did not know if, if they would be reciprocated and she did not know if he would ever say them again. So there was a lot of, you could tell there were a lot of cautiousness between the both of them oh, yeah. on that aspect. On that aspect. Um, he had told her he had something for her and he was hesitant but went to his briefcase and brought out a black box. Acacia knew what was in it and he did not want to and did not want to assume anything but she was very happy to receive that necklace again. Nicholas put it on her, fastened the clip and he told her that that's where it belonged. And I don't know about you, I was like when I first read that I was just like a sigh of relief. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, time and I um, just the acceptance for them was great. Yes. Yeah. So. And I don't know about anybody else, but I just, this whole time, I think when I was reading, when they were, were in Russia and you knew what was, I was just like holding my breath <laughs> reading this. And I was, this, and I didn't realize it until I reread the chapter last night. And I ended up going like four chapters over. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I was when I was putting the notes together, and Mm -hmm. you know, like, because I'll reread the section a couple times and highlight note. In fact, I need a new book because it's yellow and penned and has (laughs) wine stains and blood stains and and everything going on in the book. Um, You know, it was like. I, I, I was like, okay, well, all right, so we're done. I got the notes done. I got this part done. All right, so now I'm reading and reading and reading, and I'm like, I, at that point, it was like very, couldn't put it down. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it just sucks you in. And you just, you gotta, it does. Even if it you've does. read it, before, you just need to know they're okay. You know, this is going to be okay. Um, but, yes, yeah. I was very happy that they both um, connected connected and said those three little words yes so that's very nice so Be- so betty's very happy uh if she would get a ring from a cupcake oh okay uh-huh. <laughs> duly noted <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure we tell paul about that yeah. <laughs> hey listen i was happy i got a, a, a package of oscar meyer hot dogs one time and it had an Oscar Mayer ring with it. So I don't know. I was. I think it was. Oh yeah, I remember those. And I had one, and I said, "I'm going steady now." See, Oscar and I are the best of friends. Yes. Cracker Jack rings were always good too. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. And at least they weren't the. Uh, the, the old zip tag, the you know, remember in the soda and beer cans, they had the the yes. Well, the tab there used to be a bigger ring, and you could wear them occasionally. <laughs> really, yep. so I did. Really, so I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that said, Betty needs a cupcake ring. I, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they put the little plastic rings on top. Yes. Yes. Yep. 
Yes. The, well, uh, get... the, the kids have these uh, ring pops out now. I was going like to say, I going to get a big, <laughs> big ring pop. It looks like a big diamond. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Aw. Betty says her blessedness sometimes gives her his rings from the cupcakes he gets. Aw. That, that's that might. That's very cute. Is that blessedness 2.0 or the older blessedness? <laughs> <laughs> Betty, bling, bling. <laughs> bling, bling. Yeah. He thinks Betty. <laughs> <laughs> blessedness 1. Okay. Okay. Uh, acquiring minds need to know. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, well, a knock sounded on the door. Rick came in the room, unhappy. Someone wants to talk to you. Nicholas took the phone. He went into the living room with him. Acacia followed them. He yelled into the phone, repeat that. Acacia could not hear what was being said on the other end when Nicholas yelled, fuck, I'm putting you on speaker. Go blue leader. So um, the blue leader said that they had the target had left in an armored vehicle. Either they were being ambushed outside the gates or we let them, it, let them go. They're going to wait for instructions. So dun, dun, dun. Things yeah, aren't really? going as Yes. Yeah. They're not going yeah. as planned, are they? No, not at all. And I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think both Rick and Nicholas are like even on bigger high alert. Like, okay, is you know something going on here at the you know at the uh, hotel? I think that was in the back of their mind. I could could be wrong, but I'm just you know somebody yeah. has let let the cat out of the bag somehow that yes yeah, because so. why why it just seemed off all of a sudden that he's leaving that he's leaving you know it was just yeah. high drama benny high drama high drama yes <laughs> so. absolutely and we know it's going to get even and you know at that point he didn't getting... want um Acacia to hear any of that. It's going to get more exciting. So. Mm-hmm. A Claude would say meow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Uh, yeah, so Nicholas curses and tells the blue leader that the ambush would draw too much attention. Rick said it was. It's just too open and noisy around there. Uh, is it possible that Kuznetsov knows that you got the guys are out there, and he's attempting to draw fire? And uh, Nicholas tells him to hold. And as she's going, you know, as Acacia's saying, she wants to know what's going on. He tells her about the about the guy leaving the compound. And that they had lost their window of opportunity. Um, so Acacia wanted to know what he was going to do. And so he looks at Rick. Tells him he needs uh, Kuznetsov. Uh, that he must be detained. And he asks that Wen get surveillance on the convoy. 
to also activate the second team. And I'm glad somebody's had their coffee this morning because, again, I have not. We're <laughs> 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 trying. So Nicholas also wanted to be there when they got to him, and he instructed when to get in touch with the Russian Interpol agent and patch him through to his phone. Yeah. So Rick looked at Acacia and he mentioned to Nicholas that if he goes, he can't wear a suit. Nicholas told him to, uh, to tell the crew that they should bring some extra gear. And he goes into the bedroom and he's taking um, Acacia with him by hand uh, and uh, pulls out his cell phone and he's, he's asked about the artwork as well. And her Acacia's suggestion is that he send the team in after dark to retrieve it. But Nicholas took her uh, to the bedroom, saying that he would lose uh, Kuznetsov and start a war. And he didn't. He didn't really want to start a war. Not that I blame him. Not like some people I know. Uh, he takes off his jacket and puts it on the bed, and he starts taking his shoes and socks off. So Cassia stood in front of him and said she did not want him to go, but Nicholas told her he could not let them get away. So we asked SR, uh, was Rick trying to discourage Nicholas from going with the incursion team when he mentioned that Nick Nicholas couldn't wear a suit? SR just absolutely. And was Nicholas surprised Acacia planned to go with him? And SR thought he he thought so, which I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I I think in the back of his mind, he must have known that she wouldn't let him out of his sight. I, yeah, somewhere back there. But I also think, um, you know, because he, he's trying to he he's he's going on trying to tell her how dangerous it is, and you know. He's, he's like, he's already heard her, and he doesn't want her to be, uh, you know, get into this. And and he and as he's telling her this, uh, Acacia is like, you know, she's reaching up under a dress to pull the stockings off. And, you know, I don't know about SR, but I haven't seen garter stockings in, like, forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, in a store, I'm, I, 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 you know, maybe Saks yeah. has them or the very high end stores. I know Agent Provocateur has them, but or online, yeah, yeah. Uh, I very rarely see, you know, thigh yeah. ties, which I yeah. went once to a wedding and one fell all the way down to my ankle. Mm -hmm. um, Me too. Would <laughs> never wear them again. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not to interrupt, but Betty said if she was Acacia, she would have been distracted watching Nicholas undressing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, me too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm hearting that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the man of mystery in his black suits. Suits, so. yes. But, yeah, so it was, you know, I, again... I could have worn, I could have gotten a garter belt and worn the thigh highs with a garter belt. That would have worked. But anyway, I digress again. <laughs> Especially if they're black. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but they, as I said, she's you know he's she's trying to take off these things, and Nicholas is trying to discourage her, saying that it, you know how dangerous it would be, and that he's hurt her enough. So she takes his hand and holds it to his chest. Mm-hmm. She says, do you feel my heartbeat? Can you feel my heartbeat? heartbeat. Isn't there a song like that? Anyway, yeah. and he nods, <laughs> he nods yes, and he said, you know, she told him that, you know, well, she loves him. And if he were to kill this Russian Russian dude she would still love him but a little bit of her heart would die so Nicholas you know Nicholas is getting like you know okay do 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 on this one and <laughs> um, like what do I do what do I do so he rather than continue to discourage her he's like okay you're coming with me and uh, so he says okay he shuts his eyes as he's listening, he says, um, I'm going to go talk uh, to the Interpol guy and uh, send your team to get the artwork and then follow uh, Kuznetsov. Um, but don't go with the incursion team. She's begging. Yeah. Um, unless you're prepared to, you know, kill him, like I said. So he's like, Oh, he's like acquiescing to all this. He puts his shoes and socks back on, and he says he's going to go to the surveillance room. He's going to wants her to stay with Stephen Ray, and he also says, you know, she's hungry, he's hungry. Maybe we should uh, order room service, and well, I go do this, you do that, and uh, she's fine. So now she's like happy. She's getting redressed. Why? I don't know. Take the bra off. Get relaxed. Comfortable. You're hanging (laughs) out. (laughs) Why put the clothes back on? (laughs) And, but she was processing what had just occurred. And it was, it was good. (laughs) It was good. It was good. Seriously. Why would you know you, you you're in this hotel room, you got all kinds of stuff going on, you're realizing that you're, you know, you're not going anywhere. Exactly. I wouldn't be putting that stuff back on. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't. In fact, I'm still in my I'm still in my pajamas. Pajamas, sweatpants. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. It's, unless I have to. Today? Well, unfortunately, oh. I have to. So. I know. Fortunately, you have to go get coffee. I do. I do. I'm babbling because I have no coffee. <laughs> but so. me, I would, I would have stayed comfortable. Pour me that glass of wine or scotch, and you know, mm-hmm. let's let's mm-hmm. uh, let's wait this thing out. That would be mine. So Betty was saying the women in the boss's books are mystical. Yes. And uh, they wear high stockings, high heel stilettos, silk scarves, and have great hair days. <laughs> so unlike like me. Again, remember 
the, the leg stockings that came out. I think they came yes. out in the late 60s. Yes. Or whatever. And yep. that's when I stopped wearing garter stockings. Of course, I can remember when I was in middle school. Um, so I guess I was about 12, 13. That I started wearing stockings. And of course, mini skirts were the thing when I was 12 and 13. I mean, you weren't anything unless you looked like Twiggy. Yes. And uh, used Yardley products and had massive amounts of eye makeup like Twiggy did and whatever. And, but I remember standing in, I forget whether it was Latin or math. I was standing at the blackboard writing something because I got called up to do it. And not only were the garters all hanging below my skirt, plus the stocking tops, um, the garter belt completely fell down to my ankles. So I had to <laughs> waddle back to my desk <laughs> to help get uh, them pulled back up. That was embarrassing. <laughs> yes, that sounds something something like happened to me <laughs> in Catholic school. <laughs> well, I was in public school for mid uh, middle school. I was uh, Catholic school before that and after. <laughs> seventh seventh grade, yeah. I was sitting there and not not feeling well, you know, and, but I'm only like well, like what, you're eleven? Uh huh. At the time, you know, just thinking, you know, my stomach was hurt and not thinking. And yeah, my period started. I'd get up in a nice big red, th you know, and the poor teacher, she, we, ha thank God it was one of the classes that I had a lay teacher in, you know, and she just nonchalantly came up behind me, you know, of course, some boys had already seen it. So my life was hell after that. Of course. But, um, but she was very kind. And yeah, that was my big. <laughs> so anything after that never yeah, <laughs> bothered the, uh, didn't surprise uh, me. <laughs> I was in sixth grade, yep. and I Betty said says, something to my but, mom, mm -hmm. and because I thought maybe, because I got home from school and there was blood all over the place, <laughs> and my mom, I, I don't know what she was thinking, but she was like, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. I went to school the next day, and my mom came up to me and said, you know, that when I got home from when I got home from school, you know, I I think maybe you got your period yesterday. I was like, "Gee, thanks, mom." A whole day, a whole day with nothing. So, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What I used to love was, this is they. My brothers talk like it happened all the time. It may have happened once or twice, but my mom would send them to the store and tell them to pick up. And at that time, there was only one thing you could pick up. You know, was stay free. It had the, you had the belts and the pins. You know, like really, can't you go? She's like, well, I'm not sending you. 
<sighs> no, the, the, one of the biggest embarrassments, I started wearing a bra when I was like seven or eight years old. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And we had gone to visit my, my dad's sister, and I had my cousin Johnny, whom I adored. I adored. He, he was, you know, I think he was about five or six years older than me, so he, he was, all his friends were just gorgeous to me. And um, my and my his sister, my cousin Helen, was two years older than me. So we're getting ready to leave. It's a Sunday night, stark out, and Johnny comes over with a box for me, and he and he said, "Mom says congratulations," and he handed me a a bra in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I think I cried all the way from New York to Pennsylvania. And my mother's like, what's the matter? What's the matter? I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah well, embarrassing. Embarrassments. So, we can put in our books when we write them. Yeah, when we write them. God. Yeah. I, I, Phil, the, I went and had dinner with Phil and his niece Marlene the other night. And we were talking uh-huh. about some stuff. And now Phil's saying, you gotta write a book. You gotta write a book, and I'm like, oh my god, not you too. I know, not you too. I keep getting told that, and I start writing stuff down, and I'm thinking, oh, this is crap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, but I said yeah. someday, just someday, someday. Anyway, I think it'd be our next trip. That's our next excuse to go away. Forever writing. These all all these other people go on these writing things. <laughs> I say we we make our own. That's right. That's about <laughs> it. Make a collaborative book. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Noreen wants to do that. She thinks she and I should write a book together. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Noreen would be a blast to write a book with because she's she's mm-hmm. awful. <laughs> Yes. I love her. Yep. I love her. I want to be in that room. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't get much writing done. <laughs> We'd be, I'd be laughing. So, anyway. Oh, I just want to go back and say, uh, Betty said she doesn't bother with stockings. Pants are her BFFFs. Mine too. Especially in cold days like today, the fashionable Eskimo look. <laughs> I'm all there. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Betty. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah, yeah. In fact, I've been trying to get a hold of Noreen, to be honest with you. The, I haven't talked to her since, uh, for a couple of weeks, and I keep messaging her, and she hasn't responded, so I'm hoping she's okay. So, Noreen, if you're out there and you're listening, talk to me. Anyway. We say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Noreen. Anyway, Kenzie, sorry we missed you in the chat room, but we're still here. So, yep, uh, we're still giggling about many things. (laughs) 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 Oh, my Lord. My sister has stopped wearing stockings also. Mm-hmm. Um, what she does is she makes sure her skirts or dresses are long enough so she can wear the knee highs. The knee highs, yes. I've done and, that. And it reminds me um, that uh, 
you know, somebody, my old aged aunts, God, God rest them all, my grandmother's sisters, they would wear the, again, the stockings, like, you know, SR writes mm -hmm. about. Yep. But they had these garters, and they would roll them down to just below their knees. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when they would sit, the garters, or the stocking tops would show. <laughs> <sighs> would be like the character uh, Carol Burnett would play. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Funny. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes, most definitely. Yes, most definitely. I do, I do, and have, and will put on pantyhose and I and tights because I like to wear black tights in the winter time. Mm -hmm. And Lori wants to know if she if Noreen listens to the podcast. Um, she's never officially joined the group um, to listen on any days. Uh, she was in Syracuse with us and occasionally she does go back and she'll listen um, offline. So, yes, Noreen, listen, come, call. We got to talk. Anyhow, <laughs> we miss you all. Yes, we do. And Betty only uses stockings and garters for special occasions. Yeah. Needless to say, Needless those, to say. the pantyhose and the tights mm -hmm. um, are still folded up in my drawer for this particular season because I haven't had needed the opportunity to wear any of them, you know, uh, jeans and whatever. And, and so. Yeah, unfortunately, and, I haven't had many special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> My dress isn't all that or <laughs> no, the, the next, to get a new one. <laughs> the next okay. wedding I've been invited to is uh my former daughter in law's wedding. Oh. Um my granddaughter is actually uh her maid of honor. Oh so, you know, nice. it's like do you go, do you not go? That's hard. Yeah. It's hard because you know, you, you you're the ex mother in law but I do want to see Isabella, so we'll see what yeah. happens there. Yeah, anyway. I think with that, with her being the maid of honor, I think you should go. But yeah. that is, I understand, that's a hard, that's a hard that's, thing. That's a hard thing to, to deal with, so. Yeah. Um, so next week, we will be continuing with Chapter 60. I When I, Leslie and I were talking, we thought we would, you know, that there's two real breaks in the story mm -hmm. and then we come into another very long section of the chapter 60 so I'm, I'm going to be talking to Leslie this week and we may split that I'm just trying to figure out where because uh, it's like let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven pages so to finish that chapter so we'll yeah, yeah so we may be doing part three and a part four, or we'll be doing all of part three. So anyway. Well, it was nice being with all you ladies. and well, Thank you so much for joining us. And I know Leslie you. appreciates you standing in for her. 
I do too. Thank you. So always a good time. Yes. Appreciate you asking. We have a few laughs here and there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And for those of you who are going to be experiencing the weather today, because God knows here on the east coast of the U.S. we're supposed to get hammered. Um, good luck. Yes, the frozen, Stay safe. I hear the frozen rain hitting our windows as we talk. <laughs> well, we haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten there yet. But Pumpkin is at my living room window looking in saying, please let me in. It's cold out here. <laughs> Because I haven't taken the air conditioner out of my living room window yet, so she jumps up on top of it. <laughs> Pumpkin Very the crazy nice. cat. Mm-hmm. Great cat. Cra- yeah, I've got a, I've got a house of uh, neurotic pets. <laughs> Seriously, neurotic pets. <laughs> So one's not feeling very well this morning, my poor little boo-boo, because he hasn't eaten his breakfast. And I am going to go. Betty says stock up on coffee and donuts. Betty, I would love to stock up on coffee and donuts. I would love to have have a cup cup of coffee this morning. But I'm going to go do my jitters with tea, and hopefully that'll help. (laughs) Anyhow. So. You guys all have a great week. And again, thank you so much, Karen, for coming in. Thank you for asking. Anytime. Thank you, ladies. uh, I'm going to leave you this morning with, who am I leaving you with this morning? Lorena McKennett and Dante's Prayer. So have a great day. Talk to you next week. Cast your eyes on the ocean. Cast your soul to the sea. darkness and lust. please remember me when the mountain rose before me with a deep well of desire from the fountain of forgiveness beyond the eyes and the Dark night seems endless. Please remember.